Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor, and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship, so you can get back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. We're going to look at something really key today. We're going to be looking at if you are in a situation where you have a child with a a narcissist, um, there is going to be a point where you are going to have to look at the painful consideration of what do you do with the children. I know it's really difficult. I know it can be so painful when you have to consider, you know, the children. You're so worried about the children and, and the impact that this person's going to be having on them. The truth of the matter is, you've pretty much been a single parent, right? Um, even when you were in the relationship. But when you become, um, you know, if you separate or you get divorced, you actually, it's so much harder. It's like parenting, being a single parent, but but whilst having this massive weight on your back, because this person, you know, is always trying to do things that are just not good for the children. You've got to understand that narcissists don't care about what's right for the children, what's best for the children. They care about what's best for them. Just because they're a narcissist and you're going for a separation and and you have children together doesn't mean that they're suddenly going to change and become someone different. A narcissist is a narcissist. And the most important thing you can do is expect the narcissist to be a narcissist, no matter what's happening. No magic wand will help them have empathy all of a sudden, just because you're going through a separation. I'm I'm really getting this across because I know how hard it is. The most important people in your life are probably your children or your child. And it's so hard when you're having to consider that This person that wasn't interested in the children, didn't really care that much, was too self-absorbed for whatever reason. All of a sudden, now, is this they've suddenly woken up and wants to be a parent, and 50% of the time or more, is sort of strange. And yes, they say all the right things to all the right people. I love my children. I really miss them. I can't live without them. My children are so important to me. But know that they know that this is something that they're supposed to say. They know that. They know that this is what you say if you're supposed to be a good person. That is what the narcissist will do. They don't want what's best for the children. They want what's best for them. Full stop. And why do narcissists have children? Well, they just want to look the part. They want to look a certain way, just like having a certain car or clothes or having a certain house. They want to look the part. They want to be seen to be a certain way. And sometimes 
after a breakup, they just want to still give this facade to people that they are this incredible person. And sometimes children can be the source of supply for the narcissist. Either they get, you know, people giving them uh, validation. Oh, look at you. You're looking after the children, even if they're not really interested and they neglect them. Um, or they basically want an extension of their identity. They want to control this um, child and they're getting narcissistic supply. And I'm going to talk a little bit about narcissistic supply a bit later so you really understand it. You know, ultimately, cold parenting is difficult because the narcissist doesn't want to lose control. They're still going to be the narcissist no matter what. And the thing about narcissists is they want to win. You know, for them, if they can show the world that, yeah, look, I won, I got 50%, I won, I beat her or I beat him. That's all that matters. They're just in it for the game. If they can get, you know, one extra spoon or, you know, something extra in the split where they know they shouldn't have that, they know they got more than they should. If they got more money than they should have, ultimately, for them, it's all about winning. That's all they need to do, whether it's, you know, the amount of glasses they've got or the amount of things they've got, the amount of money they got, or even access to the children. Yeah, it's about winning. It's not about anything else. They may never use half the things that they got from you, but they know they feel like they've won because you won't be able to use them. And actually, they probably even know that you're the one that will probably use them and benefit from them. But they want to rub it in your face because they want to win. They want to win every year. They might even say to you, I'm going to spend this much. They might even get um, a pair of shoes given to them and they pretend they bought them and they charge you or they pretend to charge you. You know, they say, oh, yeah, they cost me 25 pounds or 25 dollars, whatever it might be so that they can get some money out of you, even though they know all of this is wrong because they have to constantly try and win, even over the craziest thing. But the most important thing to know is that narcissists have to deal with karma all the time. Their existence, their mere existence is like they're dealing with karma because they don't have any joy in their life. They just don't. No matter how much they're trying to find it, they can't get the joy. No matter how much validation they're wanting, they can't get enough. It's really difficult being a narcissist. I know that we think, you know, they're causing pain for everybody else, but they are in pain themselves. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it to everybody else. That's the truth of the matter. You know, remember, the narcissist doesn't care about what's the best interest of their own children. Let's face it, what kind of person would that be? What kind of existence would they have if they can't even think about the best interest of their children? It's all about them. It's about beating the other person. It's about winning. It's about manipulating other people. It's even about using the children to gaslight the other parent and making the other person miserable, trying to control somebody else. What kind of existence is that? When you really look at it, you can sort of understand that, you know, life itself is karma for them. They're struggling on a day-to-day level. 
And I know the person that's being abused by the narcissist is so tough and I really feel for you. And I just want to say, you know, really is about healing and getting yourself back. And once you do get yourself back, you can move on. You can move forward. You've got freedom. It's so difficult for the narcissist to ever get that. And I know, you know, when you are dealing with a narcissist and you've had children with them, you're constantly dealing with the issues of the narcissistic parent. And the truth is that court processes don't really take into consideration who a narcissist is. They're not set up. Don't even expect any court to actually really understand. They don't get that, you know, how the limitations of a parent who are a narcissist, hence why, you know, at the moment it's not set up. But hopefully there are some incredible people trying to make a change in the court systems. And more and more people like yourself that are getting educated about narcissism. Hopefully over time that will change so that there are less and less children being parented by narcissistic parents. Um, because let's face it, no one wants to be parented by someone that can't think about the best interests for the child, for children that are vulnerable. Look, um, you know, courts are kind of set up to think, well, yeah, that you know, it's 50-50 and the person will learn. It never really is like that for a narcissist, let's face it, the, the narcissist doesn't learn. I'm really sorry, unfortunately, at the moment, you know, there's so many children being let down by the court systems and by enablers of narcissists, you know, and the court system is um, enabling narcissists to continue to abuse. So it is really about, you know, healing as much as you can so that you can um, be the best person that you can be for the children moving forward. Now, in terms of narcissists um, and if you are going through the court system, it's probably really important and you probably haven't done it already, but to document everything that you possibly could have. Because, you know, they do gaslight. They're gaslighting all the time. And you want to know that narcissists will use triangulation. They will twist truths. They will gaslight. And it's not good for the children. You know, it really isn't good for children. Even seeing it, even the children actually um, observing that is not good for the children. And narcissists don't like truth. They don't like anyone speaking the truth or even, you know, people who can see the truth or anyone that wants to see, you know, highlight the truth. They don't like anyone. But the truth is as well, the benefit is of narcissists is they don't want to look bad in front of other people as well. So sometimes the fact that they don't want to look bad in front of other people, if you know this, you can sometimes set it up so that you can get things um, set up so that the narcissist agrees to certain terms during the court process that could uh, enable you to take care of the children a bit better. But in terms of right now, most court systems are set up so that it's kind of like assumed that it's going to be 50-50 um, before they even start. But saying that, you know that narcissists always change their mind. They're so ad hoc, they're not consistent. 
is part of the personality disorder that they're struggling with. Narcissists always move the goalposts. You know, everything changes all the time for them. They have, you know, if there's rules in place, they are for the other people. You remember they are, they think that they're above rules. So rules don't apply to them as far as they're concerned. You know, they don't, they don't see that rules apply to them because they, they're above all that. So eventually, narcissists kind of mess things up for themselves. You know, they get caught up in their own web of lies, things sort of break down from them. And the truth is that they want to break you down, they want to exhaust you. And you will get to a point where the exhaustion is totally real. You will have trauma to deal with, self-doubt, helplessness, hopelessness, anxiety, depression. There'll be a number of things that you might feel. I just want you to know this is normal. Honestly, there is nothing wrong with you. There really isn't. It really isn't you. It's really important that when you get to this point that you do get good therapy, you get therapy that is trauma-informed as well. So you can deal with this. And I'll talk a little bit about why you want trauma-informed therapy as well. Because day-to-day, just being a parent is exhausting, right? You know, if you're working and you're parenting, that's exhausting in itself, let alone being with someone or trying to deal with someone that is trying to break you down and exhaust you on purpose. And you've got to remember their whole life is all about just, you know, their ego, about keeping this construct of, you know, um, lies in place. You see, narcissists are like a broken, dilapidated house that is held up with scaffolding. And the scaffolding is all lies. They have to create a scaffolding of lies to hold this dilapidated house in place. They will be petty. They will argue. They will do whatever they do, you know, and there's total lies and gaslighting. And, you know, they're trying to create a persona of who they are to the outside world so that they can get validation. Remember, they're like an empty bucket with holes in them holes in the bottom. No matter how much validation they get, it just all pours back out. They continually need validation. It's never enough. Nobody is enough for them. Nobody. They continually need more and more validation all the time, be it more money, be it this, be it that. Hence why addiction and um narcissism there is a connection there there's a lot of overlap a lot of people that have narcissism have an addiction because they constantly need more and more and I think there probably is a bit of research going on is narcissism like an addiction in itself you know but for validation um you know it'd be quite good to know into that you know is Do narcissists have addictions to win? Because it's almost like they have no control over themselves. You know, do narcissists have an addiction to lying, for instance, to cover up um, themselves? The other thing I really wanted to bring up was that, you know, when it comes to court, when it comes to children, there's no justice in this. There really isn't. 
If you're looking for justice, if you're looking for, you know, this isn't fair, this isn't right, you're never, ever going to make peace with yourself. It's not about justice. It's about healing. The only thing you can do is heal yourself. Heal yourself to the point that you are not, um, you're no longer triggered by these people. You see, if a narcissist can trigger you, they can control you. This is so important. If they can trigger you, they can control you. And they know that. If they can control your emotional state, and they do this intentionally, they will do small things to try and control you. You know, trick your mind, gaslight you for fun just so they know they can control you because that's what gives them validation. That's what makes them feel more powerful. And if they can't trigger you, they can't control you. Narcissists at the beginning phase want to know everything about you. They want to have the power to make you happy and they want to have the power to make you feel sad, unhappy, helpless, hopeless. They want power to them is getting a reaction out of you. Yet they specifically want to get a reaction. That is supply to them. Narcissistic supply is basically getting a reaction out of you. Anything they can trigger in you, they are getting power from you. So when your child comes back home and they are somehow triggering you emotionally, they are getting power and they're smiling and they're smug, knowing that they've got to you somehow. That is what the game is here. Sometimes they will, unfortunately, and I'm so sorry, they will use their children to actually trigger you. They will purposely get the child to say something to trigger you. And sometimes when they're going through a tough time, they will try and hoover you back up via the child or they'll try and control you emotionally via the child. It's so easy for them to control someone through children because we're so invested in our children emotionally. You know, we, we're, <laughs> it's so easy for them to do it to us through children. And that's why it's so important when it comes to children, especially that you don't react because that is how you get your power back in terms of not reacting to what the narcissist is trying to do. Yeah, I'm not saying don't react to your children. Of course, you want to be there emotionally for your children always. But it's about knowing that the narcissist is just trying to play a game and they are trying to get a reaction out of you. If they're using the children to make you feel bad, make you feel emotional, make you doubt yourself, make you, you know, feel upset, make you concerned, all of that is just to control you, all of it, because they want to trigger you, they want to control you, you know, because that's, they don't, they don't have the children's needs as a priority, it's their needs their needs of validation, their needs of trying to control you. That's what matters to them. And if they have to use their own children to control you, they will. So remember, if they can trigger you, they can control you. Hence why it's so important to release some of the trauma 
Because unfortunately, if you've been in a traumatic relationship, there will be um, situations where they can trigger you. And hence why sometimes the trauma bond keeps people in relationships a lot longer than they should. And that, you know, it's really hard for people to actually heal after um, a narcissistic relationship because they've got so much trauma and they've got so many triggers that the narcissist keeps triggering them even after they are out of the relationship. And the most important thing you can do is release some of that emotional, um, the emotions. Because if you have, by you having no emotion to them, to the narcissist, that is how you get your power back. That is how you go from survival to thrive. That is how you start believing and trusting in yourself again. Because if you have any emotion towards the narcissist, any reaction, any reaction, good or bad, will make them feel happy. It will. Because they feel like your reaction, whatever your reaction, gives them power. Because they've got to you. They know then... I am in control of this person and they are my puppet. I know, they know knowingly they're trying to trigger you and they you are reacting to it and they can see it in your face the next time they see you. But if they can see you've just not been touched by it, it's not really impacting you. Yeah, initially, unfortunately, when you start stonewalling or, or grey rocking a narcissist, they do end up getting worse um, before you end up, they end up just like leaving you alone completely. And the benefit for you of not having a reaction to them when they're using the children is that they'll stop using the children to get at you because it's not working anymore. Yeah. Um, they won't be able to manipulate you in the way that they're doing. So there are some benefits and I really, really hope that this has helped you. And remember when a narcissist, um, you know, hits rock bottom, that is where, you know, um, genuinely that, that is the only time that they've got any chance of actually changing. And, and again, you know, narcissists actually need a lot of therapy and probably ongoing therapy to actually really help them um, see who they are. Obviously, there are some self-aware narcissists and that we're seeing at the moment. Um, and they they only become self-aware when the people in their lives um, leave them. You know, if you're still around, if you're still hanging around them, they will never, ever change, you know. Um, and the best thing, you know... It, narcissists are only narcissists because they've got enablers around them that's the truth for the matter if they didn't have enablers or people that were validating them or being controlled by them they wouldn't be narcissists right um they they've got narcissists and narcissists because they are being enabled and the most important thing that you can do is just heal yourself so that you are no longer triggered, so they can't control you anymore. And the emotions that they really use are shame and guilt. They're the two key emotions, and they're really, really difficult, right? To, um, you know, we do get triggered. And so the more you can heal those, 
the more freedom you get, the more you can be you as well. So look, I'm sending you so much love as always. And if you are interested in healing yourself and healing those triggers so that no narcissist can ever control you again, then please do get in touch with me. I have got the most incredible women on the Heal to Thrive program. They are just so incredible and there's such inspirational women as well. Um, so please do, um, you know, have a look, um, download my free guide and, you know, um, set up. 